welcome to Real Estate Real Talk. My name is Haley Bauer. Today I'm joined by LaTanya Button, coming to you from Bryan College Station, the heart of Aggieland, as we discuss the ins and outs of getting your property ready to sell. The purpose of this podcast is to help educate you on how the different real estate processes work, as well as equip you as the buyer or seller to ask great questions to your agent. Thanks for joining us today. So let's get started. We will be discussing what the seller needs to do to get their home ready to put on the market. So LaTanya, talk to me about what is the first step in this process? Someone calls you up, they're wanting to sell their home. What's the initial meeting like? Whether you are meeting the client for the first time or this is a client that you've worked with before, it's always a very exciting time to have the conversation about selling your home, right? Yeah. Most sellers are a little more seasoned and therefore they have an idea, a little bit of idea of what to expect. Um, However, selling your home is different than buying a home and it can come with many challenges. So um, let's talk about the listing paperwork first. I think that's probably good. So the paperwork is the most important part of that beginning process. The agent must have written approval from the seller to advertise and post your home on numerous platforms on the internet. Right. And that's where we decide when the listing's going to start, what the price is going to be, all those details. All the terms, right. So all that paperwork has to be signed. So if you've got, if you're married or if you've um, got uh, brothers and sisters that you're selling with, it's really important that all parties sign and give their consent to list that home for sale. That's great. So what's the next step after you do listing paperwork? Like, Talk to me about removing some items um, from the home. When you get the listing paperwork in order, then the next step that you're going to talk about is staging. And what in your house needs to be removed? Maybe you need to do some organizing in your closets because they open the closets. They may open the cabinet doors. Right. We don't want it to avalanche on them. (laughs) Right, right. So a lot of times when you have a small small family, it may be easier because maybe you don't have as many items out and about, right? But if you've got a large family like I do, you know, there's people in and out. There's maybe they they have their toys, maybe have all the toys out in bins. But it's really important that we're trying to attract the largest amount of buyers that we can and present it as well as possible. Yeah. So. So we just want it to look neat and tidy and organized. Yes. Yes. Okay. So talk to me about the staging. Um, there's different levels of staging. What would you what would you recommend just on any certain home? Well, it's important that you pay attention um, to what's on the walls and what you have um, out and about. Um, if you um, your countertops and your kitchen, because when the when the photographer comes in, which we'll talk about that, but you'll want your your countertops to be cleared and um, and ready to go. So right, and so we probably need to take down family photos if yes. there's excessive amounts. Yeah, which. If it's like my mom's house, yes. There's lots <laughs> of photos. Lots of photos. Yeah, so. and I've had one family that had photos over their entire wall. Yeah. And so when we had people come, of course, they gravitate to that, see who owns the home yeah. versus looking at the home and what it can do for them. Yeah, and they just want to see, oh, your sweet little pictures, and it just kind of takes away yeah. from the main focus, which is the house. And, that's and what will you, this work for them? Yeah, and that's what you want them to focus on. Right. So... 
So just removing family photos, maybe some outdated decor. Um, I went to do a listing appointment a couple of weeks ago and they still had like decor from the 90s. So we had to yes. kind of tone that down a little bit. And even but. painting, I, I think one of the most important things is the flooring. Do you have flooring? Because you have to have flooring on most loans, right? So you can't mm-hmm. have nothing. You can't rip up the carpet and have a, have just concrete, right? So flooring and whether it's cleaned or whether it needs to be replaced, painting is really important. Um, even just having someone come in deep clean and clean all the baseboards, right? So yes. as you as they walk through your home, you want them to feel like it's well-maintained. Yes, you want them to feel like, okay, I can take a breath a little bit. This is a clean home. It's been well-maintained. Okay, now I can focus on, you know, the main features of the house. Yes, and some people even will look at the uh, the filters and see if those are if those are clean. So make sure you've, you know, you've got that ready to go. And that probably takes us into maintenance of the home, right? Right, right. And then there's also the, you know, the seller who has a collection of items, you yes. know, maybe something hanging up on a wall, cluster of things that also takes away from the main focus. Um, I've also taken buyers to see a home and there's uh, <laughs> mounted large game animals oh, on yes. the wall. And there's not just like one deer. There's like several yes. like African, like. I've went in a home <laughs> where they were in every room. Yes. Like five or six. And it's a and bit much. Every, it was much. It was a bit, it was a bit much. Yeah. And yeah. depending on your buyer, you just don't want something to offend them. And you just want to be really neutral. Right. Right. So. Okay. So what's next? Um, Updating the house. Updating, um, like we mentioned, the the painting and and the flooring is good. And then repairs. So, um, you know, routine maintenance on your home is always optimal, of course. And so fixing those minor repairs, um, then it, it sets you up for the best situation whenever your home goes under contract. So most buyers will get inspections done on the house and they will get a list of repairs that need to be done. And even if you, right, you, you've maintained your home, right, you've done a good job at that, there's always something. So one idea is to look back over your inspection report when you first purchased a home, right? Because yes. you've got a list also on that inspection, and that will give you some insight on what may come up for yes. this one. They go, haven't been repaired. Go back through that list, see if there's any major or, or minor things right. on there, and see... Uh, you know, what you can do to make it better for when you do go under contract and you have to go through the inspection period. Right. Um, and you can do a pre-inspection. You can. Typically, people don't because um, when you get a home inspection or any type of, of inspection like that from a professional license, you will need to disclose that. Yeah. So you'll have to attach it to your seller's disclosure. Right. And because on the seller's disclosure, that lists out all the details of everything about the home that you're aware of. So let's say if the windows, they have their seals broken and you don't repair it, then you'll have to disclose it that it's not repaired. Right. And it's obvious because it's real foggy there in the glass. That's yes. how you can tell. Yes. And down here, that's about 2 to 250 a window to repair. And I see I, typically, I mean, I'll see 11 windows, seals are broken. Yeah, it's just a common thing down it's here a common with the thing. humidity and everything And sometimes else. The, the buyer will, you know, ask for it. Sometimes they, they won't. It just depends on, yeah. on what's happening with the home. No. Now, if you have a leak under your sink. Okay, that's a good point. You need to address that because that's 
you know, that's kind of a scary item. It can be depending on how bad it is. If it's rotted through the cabinet and you've got a mold issue now. So And it could just, have just been a simple leak. It right? Could be, it's just it's yeah. nothing, but it could be a come up on the wood destroying insects report. Right. That you need to check for termites or you know, mold or or have a mold mold expert come in. So it's it's in that inspection if you get a pre inspection, that cost is on you. Yes. Right. And it's it can be four to six hundred dollars depending on who you go with, depending on how big the house is, because the price is based on square footage. Right. But usually the buyer, if if the if the buyer is in the process of purchasing your home, they will order the inspection inspection and the cost will be theirs. Yes, that's usually yours. a buyer fee. Correct, correct. So talk to me if you're trying to sell your property as is and you're really not wanting to do repairs. I know I tell my sellers, go ahead, do that inspection report, especially if you're wanting to do it as is, just because it's a courtesy thing. Mm-hmm. I typically, uh, I'll just, I just help them to understand that the price that they listed at needs to reflect the fact that you're not planning on doing any repairs. Absolutely. And if you say that up front, then there's an understanding there that they understand that they can do inspections and to get the knowledge about their home. However, at, there's not going to be anything repaired that caught They're They're not willing to do anything. Cause I had a, yeah. um, I have a home that's listed right now that it's brothers and sisters that they're listing it for, um, someone that's passed away and they're just not willing to, to, um, to put in flooring and paint. And so it's yes. as is. And, um, so I think I, it's, it's optional. Yeah. I have one like that too. Her situation is she just can't afford to do everything. And there's many situations like that. Yeah. Yes. So we went ahead, we did a pre-inspection, we've attached it because the words as is are kind of scary. Right. So, and as the buyer, when someone says as is, it's like, oh, what's wrong with this What's place? wrong? Is there foundation issues? What's going on? Right. Yeah. Right. I agree. Okay. So let's talk about the photographer. Yeah, so typically the listing agent will have a professional photographer come to your home once you have it ready, once you've put things away, you've boxed them up, maybe put them in the in the garage, right? And they'll take pictures. And they have they have a wide lens camera to get a better picture instead of just two walls of your house. They can yes. they can fan it out and get three. And they have other tools that they can use to compensate for shadows, lighting, and things like that. So it's really important to get a professional. Yes, it's so important. If your agent shows up with their iPad no. and they're trying to take your pictures <laughs> with the iPad, you better run. Oh, when you So when you prepare your home in the best possible way, right, and that's why yeah. we're getting the professional photography instead of using our iPhones. Right. right. And, you know, this is the pictures and the description are so key. This is what's going to syndicate out to over... 200 websites, it is. you know, and over 90% of buyers are finding their home online nowadays. So the and pictures some are not are even everything. coming and see it. Some are not even coming and seeing the property. Oh, yeah, You're yeah. doing a face FaceTime walkthrough with them. Yes. Right. Or, you know, there are those rare buyers who just look at the pictures, especially investors, and they're like, yeah, let's make an offer. Let's do it. So pictures are everything. They are. They're very, very important. When you've got like a crisp, clear photo, it just opens up more opportunity for more buyers. Absolutely. Like yeah. Okay. So the photography's done. What's the next step? So the listing agent, they'll enter the information into the MLS because they have your listing paperwork. They they have your sign, right? They can put the sign in your yard because the listing information. They can take the pictures and input all the information into the MLS and now it's live. 
on yes. MLS. So the agent will typically send you a link to their um, to that listing. So make sure yeah. that you look it over and see if there's anything you want the agent to add or remove. When it first goes live. Yeah. Make yes. sure you're on that. And, and then it will syndicate, like you mentioned, to all these other platforms on Internet. And of course, there are many, like you said. And the agent will, they may post it in Facebook or other forms of advertising to make sure that all interested buyers have seen that property. It's really important. Yes. Okay. Well, that wraps it up for now. Next time we will be discussing what to expect when your listing is live on the MLS. Thank you, LaTanya, for joining me today and sharing your experiences with our listeners. We're very excited for the opportunity to share real estate processes with you all. If you have a topic you would like for us to cover, please email us at realtalkaggieland at gmail.com. As always, you can check out our other podcasts on iTunes or YouTube. And when you have a real estate question, give us a call. Thank you for joining us today on Real Estate Real Talk.